Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, and today I am all by myself. I'm solo. Uh, Phil is busy this week. He is he's making deals, man. He is uh, he has learned the ABCs, and uh, he he won a bidding war for some clients, and uh, and now he's got he's got to deal with all sorts of contracts and you know just uh, adult stuff like that. Um, I do have uh, a couple of exciting guests coming up in the very near future, but I wasn't able to book any of them for this week. So, uh, so I kind of scrambled here, but I think I've got something that should be kind of cool, should be interesting, I hope. Um, so we'll just dive right into it. But earlier, much earlier in the pandemic, uh, I'm looking at a date here. This is from March 30th. So damn near at the very beginning of this entire thing. Um, I was on my, um, my Squarespace site, barrettdudley.com or clubcoolpod.com. Both will take you there. I haven't updated it in a really long time. Um, we've mostly been putting our, our editorials, our kind of select lists out for Patreon, um, for our patrons there at patreon.com slash clubcool, which all of you guys are, are welcome to join if, if you haven't yet. It's inexpensive, only two bucks a month. And, uh, you get a little bit of extra, a little bit of cool content, and it's a great way to support the podcast. Um, so anyways, I, I wanted to write something again, uh, something that could just live on the internet for everybody to see. And uh, what had prompted me to think about writing this column was the fact that I've kind of been doing this for a long time. And by this, I don't just mean the podcast, but I mean... Uh, putting a lot of time and energy and effort into a style and fashion. And, uh, you know, I started my first retail job was in 2012. Uh, and I did that uh, through the first half, through first three quarters of 2013. And, uh, and then I was at Grand X doing product development and then straight into Howler Brothers. Um, the podcast has been going for two years now and really I've been been answering questions for friends and and helping people kind of find their path their style path for for many years now so what I started thinking about was you know I've I've been answering these types of questions for so long like are my answers still the same as they were and I'm I'm pretty sure that that here in 2020 they've really started to to become significantly different than they were several years ago. Um, and that's kind of what I started writing about. So this is going to be a little bit of stream of consciousness and I'll ad lib of course. But the the thing is I, I wanted to make this like a whole, a whole cloth type of article where I kind of express some of these thoughts and then kind of like dove into where to start for your kind of your modern day guy, right? So I wanted to include links and kind of suggestions for for some of the, the some for some of these newer kind of like baselines that I wanted to talk about. I eventually got hung up on it. It, it was getting it got long. Um, you know, work took over, the podcast took over, like, and I I never finished it. I should, I will. Um, ho- hopefully that is something that I can do very soon here as we kind of move into cooler weather where we can really start dressing, as they say. Um, So I'm going to read and then kind of just add on 
a little bit uh, what I had down in March because I think it it it's mostly still it mostly still holds up. Uh, like I mean, you know, obviously <laughs> your the 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 trends don't change all that much in six months. But but I really wasn't even talking like you know, true fads or trends. I was really just talking about more of like this paradigm shift that I think I've noticed over the the last five years, but especially over the last kind of like, you know, 12 to 18 months. So um, yeah, let's jump in. But first, today's podcast is brought to you by Keeps. As guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair. From how it feels after getting a fresh cut, I just got one by the way, it's always so nice to walk out and just feel like you look your best. I mean, to the way that we style it so perfectly before we go out or or see friends or a date or our girlfriends and wives, you know, it's really important. That's why when we get into our 20s and 30s and start noticing the first signs of hair loss, it feels like panic time. Let's face it, no guy is ever ready to go bald. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Keeps makes everything really simple. You used to have to go to the doctor's office and then, you know, have that awkward conversation, wait in pharmacy checkout lines, do that whole song and dance. Now, thanks to Keeps, it's far more simple than that. You go visit a doctor online and you get your hair loss medication delivered right to your doorstep. So forget about all that weird, kind of awkward, long, extensive process. Now you get these deliveries every three months right to your door. Keeps makes it super, super simple. And prevention is key. Keeps treatments, they typically take between four and six months to see results. So it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Look, here at the Club Cool Podcast, I mean, we focus on the clothes, right? But we also talk a lot about hair. And it's easy to forget how important that is to us, how important our hair is to our our looks and our well-being. So you got to take care of this stuff. And the sooner you act, the better off you'll be. Keeps treatments start at just $10 per month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month for free. Go to keeps.com slash club cool to receive that first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash club cool. You will get your first month of treatment for free. Keeps is offering generic versions of the only two FDA approved hair loss products out there. Maybe you've tried them before, but probably never for this price. So again, this is important. It's easy. It's simple. And it's effective. So if you're worried about this, if you're starting to notice it, the time to act is now. You know, I, if you told me that I was losing hair, I would jump all over this. I, I, I'm checking every day to make sure. And as soon as I notice something, going straight to keeps.com. Once again, that is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash club cool. Check it out. All right. Thank you to uh, to Keeps, this week's sponsor. Definitely go check out keeps.com slash club cool for all of your hair loss needs. Uh, they make it super, super easy, and uh, we're glad to have them sponsoring today's podcast. So let's jump in. Here is what I started writing. Here, Here is what I wrote on March 30th. I titled this Elevating Your Style in 2020. The Club Cool Podcast was born out of my wholehearted love for fashion and clothing, a trait that's been a part of me in some form or another for about as long as I can remember. This passion manifested in my mid to late 20s when it became the go-to source for friends and coworkers with basic style questions. What color belt do I wear with these shoes? Does this shirt work with this suit? 
hey, help me find some good postgrad genes. Eventually, I took my answers to some of those questions and turned them into columns for the website Postgrad Problems. And then all of that turned into this podcast, Club Cool. Now, as my audience and I have gotten older, the questions that you guys and gals throw at me have become far more advanced and unique. It's been really, really fun and interesting and cool to to just to basically to grow with you guys. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm answering so much more, so many more like advanced questions now and, and people are interested in, in this more elevated stuff and that that makes it a lot of fun. I love answering all those questions. But I do still field inquiries from plenty of guys that are just looking for that basic path to an upgraded sense of style. And the last couple of times that topic has been sent my way, I started wondering if my answers were even the same anymore. When I first started putting my expertise into practice, we were towards the tail end of the dandy hashtag menswear era. You know the one that I'm talking about. It was uh, a lot of a lot of fun suits, a lot of British plaids, a lot of Savile Row tailoring. Um, you know, you probably saw some guys at weddings that, uh, that had the skinny tie and the skinny suit and the fun socks and a tie bar and a pocket square and a lapel pin. That, that was the dandy hash, the, the dandy era of hashtag menswear. And then we blasted through the rise of streetwear. And, um, you guys are familiar with that. We, t- we still talk about it today, but here we are in 2020 and it's kind of a total mishmash. So what or who does a stylish but not too fashiony guy strive to look like these days? So to take a look at this, the first thing that I'm going to talk about is where where I am with my own personal style because it's a little bit all over the place. I admittedly do not subscribe to one look or genre or brand and it's probably part of the reason why I love this stuff so much, why it's why it's a hobby and a game and a collection to me because I'm so interested in so many different areas. Um, it also it also can make things a little bit difficult because not everything that I own, not everything in my closet, like necessarily goes together. And you know, it's something that I kind of I, I I do work on. I do kind of want to make all of these things work together, and it's something that I think about, but. Currently, on any given morning, I want to dress like one of the following. A late 90s skater with a penchant for designer outerwear. An American trust fund kid going on a five-year fly fishing journey in Japan. The love child of Jerry Lorenzo and Rick Owens. A Scandinavian ski bum meets a southwestern turquoise dealer. A recently retired NBA 3 and D wing sailing around Nantucket. Or maybe Martha's Vineyard. Or some combination of the aforementioned. So, you see what I'm saying? It's difficult to diffuse my own personal taste into any type of like sensical linear idea. So instead, I'll start by telling you the brands I can't get enough of right now. These are the ones that I'm, I'm watching their stories on Instagram. I'm paying attention to every drop. I'm shopping them. You can find this stuff in, in my shopping carts and all of my open tabs right now on Chrome. But here, here are really the brands. It's 18 East, Engineered Garments, I'm a Leon Dor, South 2 West 8, Craig Green, Double RL, Acne Studios, Bodie, and of course, Howler Brothers, where I have a vested interest and I'm contributive to the creative process. Now, are there any through lines to those listed labels? And I think there are. When I think about the vision each one of those has put forth over the last several seasons, 
what I see is a wearer that's interested in doing things and going places and doing things and going places while being fashionable and comfortable and functional. So I see looser fitting garments with ties, pulls, cinched hems, and an overload of pockets from 18 East and engineered garments in South 2 West 8. And from Craig Green and Acne Studios and Bodie, I see boxy cuts and like plush quilting patterns, funky fleece, a lot of really like artsy influence there, whether that's hand-drawn or, or really kind of like abstract type of stuff. There's also an obsession with the human form and cushy sneakers. And sometimes they're best suited for hiking. Maybe they're best suited for soccer. Sometimes it looks like they could take on both. Double RL and IMA, they keep the silhouettes a little bit a little bit trimmer, a little bit more traditional, but each are rooted in a lifestyle that requires movement. A lot of it, whether that's herding cattle on a ranch like your John Dutton in Yellowstone or shooting hoops at Rucker Park. You know what I mean? I mean, you take a look at like even the most recent ALD kind of teaser videos, right? They've got people dancing. It's sweatpants, but people are moving. There's movement. It's dancing. Like it's it's far less like editorial and modely. And that kind of speaks to to this next point, which is you contrast like these elements of these brands that I'm paying such close attention to right now. You contrast that with like the hyper tailored suiting of the early 2010s, that kind of hashtag menswear stuff or the skinny rocker chic perfected by Eddie Slamane at St. Laurent from 2013 to 2016. And when I when I think about like those two, those two looks, right, that that ultra tailored perfect suit and that kind of like rocker chic the the rock star look the you know the uh the, the guy from chromio comes to mind i can't think of his name dave one or whatever or I, I believe it is but those clothes they're to me they're meant to convey that you the wearer as opposed to everybody else knows how to dress and in 2020 most guys pretty much everybody they you do kind of know at this point right like j crew successfully put a slim fit button up on on every dude out there and the yeezy 350 boost got to be the most ubiquitous sneaker on the planet at this point and what 27 to 35 year old guy didn't eventually find a nice pair of fitted dark denim and then you think about the generation below ours, the, the the Gen Z generation that lives on social media and gets dressed up to be on TikTok. And thanks to social media, they're all in the know from the jump. I mean, this <laughs> this most recent like infatuation with with Rick Owens, this like this ultra, you know, this essentially like a subculture that's dedicated to the to brands like Rick specifically Rick, but also some of these others. This is young kids getting into this. This is 20-year-olds, right? Like the, like college kids are investing in fashion. I mean, that was the that was that was that was very very far from my mind when I was in college. You know, it, it I kind of came back around to it when I was a senior and I was starting to like look ahead, to look forward a little bit. But when I was 18, 19, 20, I mean, I, I cared about what I looked like, but it's it was I certainly was not watching fashion shows. I was not get, I was not getting into this this avant-garde stuff and that is that is very very clearly an effect of social media where you're exposed to all of this, where you have access to all of this high-end stuff. 
where you kind of the 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 options presented to you are so far reaching so that's so i mean for those guys for for the kids that are younger than us i, I mean anybody that has even a, a a tiny bit of interest in this can see it all and start figuring it out very early um so it's it's just kind of interesting to think about and and i think that like i said most guys out there are a little bit concerned, you know, they, they, they care at least a little bit about their outward presentation when it comes to, to getting dressed. And so that's, that's just kind of a, a difference that I see from five or six years ago. So where do you start in 2020? You're a little bit concerned, but you know, all the, you kind of know all the things that I just mentioned. You probably have your pair of jeans now. And, uh, so where do you start? And just because we're not all trying to dress like Keith Richards on stage with the Rolling Stones or Ryan Gosling and crazy, stupid love anymore. It doesn't mean that we don't think clothes doesn't mean that we don't think clothes are badass anymore. We, we definitely still do. They're just cool in, in different ways. Th- those two looks, they were so like aggressive with this is cool. You know, it was very, very you, you are wearing that on your sleeve that this stuff was cool and badass. And um, and now it's just different. It's like a little bit more low-key. So you consider these trends. If leather jackets, Chelsea boots, and the tie bars of yesterday evoked sneaking off to the bathroom for a bump, then the tie-dye and the clogs and mules and cargo pants of today, they suggest sitting on your porch to smoke a bowl. And that kind of, right... It's it. That's kind of the difference. Everything feels a little bit more subdued now, a little bit more relaxed. So you let these ideas trickle all the way down to basics, and you'll find a good spot to begin is with pants and jeans. No longer does every pair in your closet need to taper off to a small hem stacked on top of your shoes. Um, <laughs> this is it's so weird how how this works when you once once you get into this into style you. For I would say five years. Once you've once you've been doing this for five years, this will inevitably happen to you. But you you are going to pull something out of your closet that you loved, and it is going to present to you and on and on you when you put this garment on in a totally completely different way than it did a year ago or two years ago or 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 whenever. Um, but this has recently happened to me with this pants thing. Like I, like I had about five pairs, the John Elliott cast two skinny jeans. I just, I, I, I kept two pairs, the, like my two black pairs. I got rid of all the other pairs. They're just too skinny. I, I, I put them on and like, felt like you could see the outline on my calves. They didn't feel comfortable. Um, and I was just recently, like it it just cooled down here this week. So I was reaching for some of my like more summery denim and I pulled out a pair of J brands that I've had for, I don't know, probably four or five years at least now. And it was just so funny because at one point this pair, they're a pair of J brand Mick, uh, that alludes to Jagger, of course. And at one point this pair was like, I felt like it was on the looser end of how skinny I wanted them and I put them on and it was like borderline as to whether or not I, I, I still wanted to wear this slim of a pair of denim and, uh, another, another pair and I'll illustrate it here is longtime go-to brand for me, rag and bone prior to 2019, 
they they make kind of they make three main fits, right? Fit one, super skinny. Fit two, kind of a slim skinny, slim standard, and fit three, which is more relaxed. And prior to 2019, I wouldn't have considered anything but their fit one. Like I was a fit one boy all the way. Um, one of my favorite pairs of jeans was just like a dark raw pair of fit ones. Th- those are currently listed on Grailed at the moment because they are so so slim. The ankle is tiny, and it just it like I said like the it's it this stuff just changes and all of a sudden it looks so different and it's not what you want anymore. And um, yeah, fit two in comparison I thought was downright baggy, and now it's like the slimmest I would even think about going basically. So to that end, if I were putting together the foundation of a brand new wardrobe for somebody, the fit two from Rag and Bone is basically the type of denim that I would start with. And next I'd go, I, I'd loosen it up even more. I'd go with like a standard pair of Dickies 874 work trousers. They work raw. They work raw hemmed. You can cuff them or you can get them tailored and hemmed just right. And then I'd fill out the rotation with a pair of like Rothko M65 cargos because they lend that kind of like baggy military look. Cargos are obviously, um, you know, back in vogue and uh, they, they just, they fit with with all those kind of like characters that I outlined that I kind of wanted to be, they fit with with a bunch of those. They're they're very versatile in that sense. Um, and then you know I'd probably go with uh, here. I wrote this in in March that I'd go with something along the lines of Everlane's chore pant, and that that is even more true. Like with the the eighteen East double knees that just had such a huge moment. Uh, the I'm a Leon Dor carpenter pants, which I was. <laughs> which which I grabbed the navy pair from spring 20 on sale and now this this most recent rele- release they uh, they are better colors for fall 20 and it feels more of like a fall pant but they're pretty much sold out so th- this kind of carpenter double knee like work chore pant is obviously really really big right now and you know you can spend 250 on the the IMA pair but there are a lot of options um you know, further down the line, like Everlane, I think Gap makes some at this point. So that those would be kind of my pairs, right? I'd have a, a, a slim basic jean, like a rag and bone fit two or a Levi's 501. I'd get a picket pair of Dickies trousers, Rothko M65 cargos, and then a, a double knee chore pant, um, whatever floats your fancy. And that's, that, that, that's just kind of like, Pants always feel the most fluid to me. It's what I find myself wanting to change the most often. Um, you know, it, it does happen with tops as well. Everyone, you know, but I, I think that it happens a little bit. The the gap is is less significant. You know, it's like right now I want boxier, shorter T-shirts, but that doesn't mean that I dislike any of my other T-shirts that don't have that fit. The way that that with pants, I'm just like out on anything that's too too painted on. Um, so it, th- that's why I'm focusing on on pants here, basically. And uh, and yeah, I mean that's I think your pants these days in 2020, you they should be able to take you through the day and not make you feel like you're dying to peel them off by the time you get home, right? You should be able to go to work or or be out running errands and then hang out with friends or, you know, <laughs> pre-pandemic stuff. And by the time you get home, like you should still feel good. You shouldn't feel 
sweaty and sticky and like all you want to do is is get these things off and get into a pair of gym shorts um and so that 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 is that is where i left this article off (laughs) that's where i stopped writing basically is after this is this pants paragraph and i was going to go into more into tops and outerwear and 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 shoes as well that i i felt like um kind of what what where these differences were in in those in those departments as well for this kind of new style this new look but uh that's where i stopped so that's where i'll have to pick up and um this is a conversation that we can continue in those areas once i've got guests and once i've got phil back next week and uh it should be good to to have somebody to to kind of bounce these ideas off of and and get feedback from because I know Phil, for example, you know, he's still very, very much into the, like the very, the, the slimmer stuff, but the, the, th- even for Phil, the slim stuff is still, you know, not basically nothing will look, is going to look painted on to Phil because he's, he's, uh, he's such a slim guy. So definitely hit, hit us at club cool pod on Instagram with your thoughts here. And, um, Yeah. Thank you to our sponsor, Keeps Today, keeps.com slash club cool. Get that first month of hair loss prevention treatment on the house. And uh, go check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash club cool. All you have to do is follow us on Patreon. You don't even have to become a patron. And I will refresh the Discord link today and uh, jump in, man. We're, we're having a great time in the Discord. We're about to do a beer and wine exchange that that one of our members set up and uh, people are posting fits up in their rate my kit department. We've got a lot in the cocktail section where we're sharing what wines we're drinking and what cocktails we're making, what beers we're drinking. So that's been really, really cool. It's something that I'm checking and contributing to every day. Uh, a great addition to the, uh, to the community there. So thanks again for listening today. Hope this was uh, hope this wasn't too boring to, to only have my voice. Uh, but we will be back in the coming weeks with uh, with some with a, some guests that I'm really excited and looking forward to, and of course Phil will be back as well. So have a great weekend, and we will see you guys.